0: Boy, oh boy, moving into this weekend was very gloomy, especially for hockey fans. Uh, Guy Lafleur passed away. The Habs all-time point leader died on Friday at the age of 70 after a battle with lung cancer. And we know now uh, the details on his funeral. The national funeral will be held for Guy Lafleur on next Tuesday, May the 3rd. funeral will start at 11 a.m. at the Cathedral in Montreal, just around the corner from the Montreal Canadiens Home Arena, the Bell Centre, and before the funeral, Lafleur will be lying in state at the Bell Center on May 1st from noon till eight p.m. and on the 2nd from 10.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. I think a lot of people are going to be, uh, hockey fans, will be making a road trip. In 37 years since Guy Lafleur last played uh, for the Montreal Canadiens, but uh, his standing ovation was just incredible um, as uh, fans um, stood up. Standing ovation, 10 minutes and 10 seconds long on Sunday at the Bell Center, uh, just people cheering and chanting, gee, 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 over and over again. Uh, Ken McCrae is a former Maple Leaf. He played with Gila Fleur for two seasons with the Quebec Nordiques, and he joins the Kelly Gutrera Show. Ken, it must, um, first of all, my condolences on losing a friend and uh, a, 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 a colleague, a hockey great. Uh, it must have been heartwarming to hear that standing ovation happen 10 minutes and 10 seconds long
1: yes it was it was uh you know the montreal canadian fans are, are are second to none in that regard for sure and um you know i had, I had the pleasure to play with Gee for parts of two seasons and uh like i said he was uh he was a phenomenal teammate and uh it was yeah really sad to hear the hear the news last week and but um you know i know the canadians will uh, you know honor him and, and have honored him with uh, and the fans of that ten minute standing ovation, uh, you know, and he he very well deserved, obviously
0: Ken, what's the age difference? I know i'm getting am i'm i'm talk, I'm talking a little personal here, but what's the age difference ah. between you and, and Gee?
1: Oh, quite a bit. I was only 21 when I played with uh, Guy, and he was uh, 37. So he had come out of retirement uh, after being retired for a few years, and uh, went and went to the Rangers, and then on to us here in Quebec. Uh, so it was a, a big, big age difference, but um, he really, uh, you know, took the young guys under his wing. Um, you know, it was basically my second year uh, of professional hockey and, um, just a, like I said, just a phenomenal teammate, mm-hmm. uh, and really helped us young guys along.
0: You know, I, I often think of people that, that you go on to be pro like yourself, Ken. And, uh, I think, well, I wonder if they did what those other kids do that don't make it to the NHL. You know, if they imagined that they are their hockey heroes, was there ever a time when you would, you know, kind of like play around on the ice and imagine you were Guy LeFleur?
1: Well, not as much Guy Lafleur. I was a Toronto Maple Leafs fan. <laughs> so my idol growing up with the, was Daryl Sittler. But, um, you know, obviously uh, when, you, when you're when you young watching Hawking in Canada, there's a fierce rivalry at that time between Toronto and Montreal. So I wasn't a, a huge Montreal fan, but, you know, I, you watch Guy Lafleur play, play and you couldn't help but be a fan, you know, flying down the wing with that big slapper. And, And obviously, uh, like I said, uh, I was a a Leaf fan, but, you know, he never went unnoticed and just had the opportunity to play with a guy like that after he had been out of retirement, uh, you know, in retirement and came out of retirement and and still play the game at a high, high level. You know, he had 34 points in 39 games the one year with us in Quebec, uh, you know, at 37 years of age. So it just showed how, how dominant I could only imagine it would have been playing against him in his prime.
0: When you mentioned that Guy Lafleur helped the younger players like yourself, um, you know, played with Quebec Nordiques uh, with Guy for a couple of seasons, what, what was the best piece of advice that he ever gave you, or was it was it not advice? Did he teach through action?
1: Uh, more through action. Um, he was, like I said, he, he was always ready to play. Like you know, you show up at the rink, uh, you know, for a seven seven thirty game. Uh, you know, I used to get there around five ish and. And Gee had already been there since two thirty three in the afternoon, and he's dressed right up until right up to his shoulder pads, uh, wow. everything on, but his shoulder pads, in the room, hanging out uh, with the trainers. You know, the trainers loved him. He was there that early, just to set the set an example of, of being ready to go. And and like I said, he was always like I said, great in the room. Uh, you know, he he did he did speak out, but like I said, he let his actions uh, on the ice do the do the work, but he was always supportive of us, of us young guys. We didn't have very good teams in Quebec at that time, and uh, you know, uh, he stayed positive and was, you know, a great team uh, teammate on and off the ice.
0: What do you mean by he did speak out? By the way, we're talking with Ken McCrae, former Maple Leafs, played with Guy Lafleur uh, for two seasons uh, as an Nordique.
1: Well, he just basically, you know, any anytime before a game, he you know, he'd obviously try and pump the guys up. One of his favorite things to do was, uh, really, you know, the coaches usually come in and and say something, you know, with five, seven minutes before he'd go to start the game, and then it would get a little quiet. Everybody kind of had their head down, uh, you know, concentrating, getting ready to go. And he was—he uh, always had about six or seven sticks on the stick rack, and he always had one that, you know, he wasn't using. He'd get everybody every time, but he'd go around. it would be dead quiet in the room. Everybody's kind of head down, getting ready to go, pumping themselves up, and we'd have a stick. Uh, there was a table in the middle of the dressing room with all the tape and all the stuff and juice on it and that. And he would slam that stick on there and scare the crap out of everybody in the room right before we'd go out. And then he just let out a let's go, boys, you know, like yeah. uh, and, you know, he just that kind of stuff. He was always, you know, he was a little bit of a prankster, but he was always ready to set the tone and go play.
0: Have you um, any interesting stories about him interacting with fans? Because, I mean, he was one of the superstars uh, back in the early day. I, I remember his name from playing hockey cards with my brother when I was a kid.
1: Oh for sure. Like he was, you know, his interaction with the fans and, and Quebec was uh, obviously the fiercest rival for Montreal for years, obviously um back in the day and, and when he came to Quebec the fans, you know, it was like he was their own and and we used to have to go sign autographs. Usually every every uh every other Sunday we'd go if we had an off Sunday we'd go sign autographs and a suburban rink outside of Quebec City within, you know, mm. within this half hour, an hour away. And whenever we went there, we'd all have our stack of cards and we'd have to sit there and everybody come through and, you know, greet us and we'd sign autographs for them. Well, whenever Guy was with us, uh, our lines got a lot shorter <laughs> and his got a lot longer. <laughs> uh, yeah. People just love that guy. And he right. he didn't turn down an autograph. He didn't, he didn't turn down a thing. Um Like, I, I've got a funny story from... Uh, one of my cousins came up, you know I was only twenty one time so my cousins and a couple buddies came up to, to visit me in Quebec and stayed at my place and we played that night and they were bugging me to get an autographed Gila flur stick. Well, you know the gila flur stick autographed is a pretty nice item to have, so I finally got this ge I got my cousin up and hey, sign he signed a stick for me He says, "Sure." so after the game, he signs the stick to my cousin, we head out of the rink, and you know we 're only a young young crew of boys there's like five or six of us uh, buddies up that weekend so we're trying to hail a cab because we want to go and have some some beers after and and uh, we can't get one can't get one finally my cousin hauled down a cab and goes uh sorry buddy i'm full he goes well i'll trade you this you you, you take us downtown and i'll give you this gila fleur stick so the stick i got signed from my cousin was handed over to a cab driver to get him a ride downtown. And I, I, I bugged my to this day. I'm like, do you know what you gave away that night? Wow. A cab ride downtown Quebec City? Yeah.
0: <laughs> and you got to hope that he never hears about that or you're never getting oh. anything uh, signed again from him as your teammate.
1: No, that's for sure. But that cab driver wasn't long uh, snaring us and taking that stick wow. for uh for collateral, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> that is incredible. Now, um I hear that Premier uh, Francois Legault is saying that he may want to rename a highway after Guy Lafleur. What do you think of that?
1: Well, that's great. Like I said, he's a he's an icon there as it you know, just like the Bellevaux and, and everybody like that that played before him. Like he, he obviously uh to get a ten minute uh, standing ovation and and uh, you know, the try and I think they tried to do the moment of silence how many times and it never never happened because the fans just wouldn't stop. So obviously I think that'd be a great honor for Guy, uh, you know, he was a true uh true Montreal Canadian over and over again even though he went on to play for a few teams after that and obviously in Quebec, but you know, that that's that'd be a great honor uh in his, uh in his name for sure.
0: We know that he's going to be lying in state at the Bell Centre on May 1st and 2nd, and then he, the national funeral for Gilles Fleur will happen on May the 3rd. How does somebody that's a former teammate like yourself uh, mark the passing of not only a legend, but but someone that you had the honour to, to play the great game of hockey with?
1: Well, you know, you'd love to get there and, and pay your respects, uh, you know, but that obviously will be a tough, <laughs> tough ticket to get into. to to see that uh, for sure but you know I just I think you know someone had actually whenever it happened the other day someone had asked me uh, he, he texted me and said can Ken, do you have any you know a picture of you and gila fleur i'd love to see it on uh see it on facebook or somewhere just as a memory and and you know so i i had one and i posted it and just an honor and you know just i just said you know you want to say rest in peace a great honor to play with a with a legend like gila fleur and the number of people that texted me and commented on it and and stuff like that so you pay your respects that way like you said teammates are one thing about hockey uh matter if you played one game with one guy or 200 300 games with one guy you're you're always a teammate and and hockey guys never forget hockey guys so like I you know the one thing with Gee, you might not have seen him for a couple of years after I was finished playing with him then I saw him at a event a while ago and great right up big handshake and hug you know he, that's the kind of guy he was right so
0: I'm really sorry for your loss Ken um is is your photos up and I'm hoping your Facebook page is public is it
1: Yes, it
0: is. All right, because I don't know about you, but uh, I I think that more than just a few of us are going to be heading over to take a look (laughs) at Ken McRae's uh, Facebook page, former Maple Leaf, played with Guy Lafleur for two seasons with the Quebec Nordiques. It's been a pleasure uh, talking to you and having you on the show, Ken.